So the big question is, how do healthcare experts like you generate more income, impact more people, and create businesses that work around their lifestyle and serve their family? If you want the answer to that question, then you're in the right place at the right time. Whether you are a physical therapist, a dietitian, an occupational therapist, a chiropractor, MD, or other healthcare expert, this is for you. My name is Javier Carlin and welcome to Healthcare Business Radio. Join me and follow along as I learn, apply, and share the top business growth strategies that I'm currently using to grow my own business and to help you grow yours using only the best insights and advice from top industry leaders. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. This episode is a live recording of a training in our free Facebook group, Business Growth Secrets for Dietitians and Nutrition Coaches. If you are a registered dietitian, RD2B, or nutrition coach interested in learning more about how you can start and grow your nutrition business, then we'd like to invite you to join us in our Facebook group where you can receive additional resources and trainings to help you on your journey. Thanks for joining us. Welcome, everyone. It is Monday. 6 p.m. Eastern time, every single Monday, we have a training here for you. So if you're new to the group, welcome. My name is Javier Carlin. I'm a physical therapist, and this is Marissa, and she is a registered dietitian. And together, we help healthcare experts gain clients online, grow their practice. And today, we have a very important topic, okay? We have a topic that might resonate with many of you. Yeah, so as always, if you know any other healthcare professional that would benefit uh, from the information in this group, feel free to send them an invite. We would love to have them in here, tag them in anything that you feel that would help them. Beautiful. So how many of you have heard someone tell you this, okay? Have you ever had someone tell you, you can't start a practice, you don't have enough experience? Have you ever heard that before? Maybe you've heard someone tell you, no one is going to pay for your cash services. You're crazy. Why would they do that? They have insurance. Have you ever heard someone tell you that? Perhaps you're thinking about going online and you tell one of your colleagues, one of your physical therapy friends, hey, I'm going to do this online business thing. Ha, who is going to want to help you? Who is going to want your help through Zoom? They might say something like that. Or perhaps you possibly hear this from a family member or a friend. They might say something like, you should probably just stay at your nine to five. It's just more secure. And then a very loving spouse in your life, significant other, right? When you tell them, you know what? I think I'm gonna go get some help to grow my business. I think I'm going to hire someone that knows what they're doing, that has a process to actually help me grow my business. And they might say something like, great, you can absolutely do that. But first, you need to find the money to pay them. And it's like, I I get it, but I need to hire them to learn how to make the money to pay them. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But 
that's fine, honey. You can definitely invest in getting some help, but you still have to make the money first. It's like, honey, I, I, I get it. And I understand that completely, but I don't think you, you're seeing that the thing here is that I don't know how to get the money. So how am I supposed to get the money to pay them if I don't know how to get the money? It's like a catch 22. <laughs> it's a catch 22, right? Have you ever had to deal with that? Right. And then they might say something like, just try and figure it out on your own. Right. There are so many free resources on Google and YouTube. Right. Have you ever heard any of that? If you have, you're not alone. Yes. Many times. All of them. He is now my ex-husband. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's funny, Tracy. I love that. <laughs> oh, man. So the list goes on and on and on and on. Right. And many times these people, they mean well. Right. They love us. And they're simply trying to protect us, right? They're trying to protect you. But deep inside of you, right, a part of you knows that they just don't get it. They just simply don't understand, right? And in life, okay, they're, we're going to dive into the three Ps right now for how to handle the naysayers, okay? And in life, there's two... We like to teach this thing, right? There's there's two types of people, okay? There are giraffes and there are turtles. And the first P on how to handle the naysayers is people, okay? We, we know that we need to be able to handle people. We need to be able to communicate with people. We also have to be able to understand people, where they're coming from. Like I mentioned before, right, our family, our friends, the people in our life, they mean well, and they're coming from a place of fear. They're coming from a place of not understanding what you know. They're not watching the same video trainings that you're watching. They're not taking the same courses and coaching programs. They're not feeling the feelings that you're feeling at your job. Those productivity standards, right, the lack of quality care. The documentation, they don't understand that, okay? They don't understand that. And sometimes if you haven't already, you have to make a decision, right? You have to make a decision. There are people out there that are waiting for you, that are waiting for your gifts, waiting for your service. And right now they're, they're struggling, right? And there are also people in your life that are thinking, wow, you're capable of so much more. Man, you have some friends that are like, wow, I can't believe this person actually hangs out with me, right? They should be like, you know, hanging out with, you know, other people because they have so much potential and they're wondering why. And we know that if you will just decide, right? We believe that you can do it. We believe that if you decide to go all in on you, you can do whatever it is that you want to do. Right. And sometimes when you make those decisions, right, do you feel like when you make those decisions that there are naysayers, voices, like we mentioned, friends, family members, again, well-meaning, but there are naysayers. Some of them might question you and say, who do you think you are? It's like, who do, who do I think I am? Right. They might, they might make you question yourself. They might make you doubt yourself. And that's not a good feeling. 
So giraffes, okay? Who knows what a giraffe is, okay? Giraffes move through the jungle, right? They're tall, they're seen above the trees, they eat the leaves on the trees. You guys know giraffes? Been to a zoo? Okay, so we have giraffes. Then we also have turtles, okay? Turtles move through the grass, they're a little bit slower, okay? So someone say giraffes, someone say turtles. Giraffes and turtles. Giraffes and turtles. Okay, we got we got that, right? We got we got that part. I see okay? some emojis. I like these giraffe emojis. Beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> so ultimately what we get in life, right? Whatever we get in life is the fact that we we eat at the level of our vision. Okay. We eat at the level of our vision. So there are people in this life, right? People in your world right now that are giraffes and there are people that are turtles. Okay. And giraffes are eating up here. Okay. They're eating the leaves on the trees up high. Turtles on the grass, moving slow, eating the grass. Okay. And like I mentioned in life, we eat at the level of our vision. So you can be eating up here or you can be eating down here. Okay. And you cannot explain to a turtle, a giraffe's decision. Is that making sense so far? In a world full of turtles, be a giraffe. And what you'll find is that the murmuring of the turtles, okay, these turtles will try to pull you down. They'll try to incarcerate you, right? They think they know who you are, but they don't. They don't know who you are really inside, right? And they will drag you to your past. And maybe some of those things are true, right? But those were past behaviors. Those were past patterns. That is not who you are today right? Those things are not true anymore. They're not because your past does not equal your future unless you live there. So for those of you, right, that have turtles in your life that are trying to drag you down, okay? They're trying to drag you down. You have to remember this, okay? That when you are built tall, like a giraffe, right? You cannot blame turtles because they're just reporting to you at the level of their vision. They're just reporting to you at the level that they are on, right? If your vision is here, right? Nice and tall, just like you're built. And you are seeing six-figure years, six-figure days, six-figure months, right? Whatever it is for you, okay? And if you believe in that and you have that vision, you cannot blame them and you cannot explain to them what you're seeing down here because those turtles will never be able to get there. They just can't see it, okay? So is there anyone in the room right now who knows that they are built to be tall, that they are built to be tall? Go ahead and say, I am, okay? Because you know inside of you, you feel different right? You feel different and you can't understand, right? People in your life, you're like, man, right? They just don't get it. 
They just don't get what I see. They don't get what I feel. They don't get where I'm trying to go. And they're not supposed to, right? That's inside of you. And you have something very valuable inside of you because you are built to be tall. So you want to silence those murmurs, okay? Silence those murmurs of the turtles and just decide. Just decide. And the craziest thing about giraffes, if you guys didn't know this, okay? You know how giraffes have these really tall necks? And they're pretty big animals, right? Kind of like dinosaurs, right? They're pretty big, <laughs> okay? So these giraffes have these really, really lengthy necks, okay? And guess what's also big, right? Their heart. Their heart, a giraffe's heart is on average 25 pounds. That's a big heart. Everyone say big heart. Okay, that's a big, big heart. heart. That's a big heart. So the reason that they have such big hearts is because they have to pump blood all the way up this escalator of a neck, right? So that the, the giraffe could survive. But you know what happens if the giraffe were to bring and lower its head down, down to the level of the turtle? What would happen to the giraffe if it brought its head all the way down? It would lose consciousness. It would literally pass out. It would pass out. So the, the, the idea here, right, is that you, if you are built to be tall, you will endanger your position if you lower your perspective. You will endanger your position if you lower your vision. Trust your vision and don't be distracted by their voices because they're not even in the fight. They don't even know. They don't even know. That's the first P, it's people. You have to understand people. You have to understand why they are telling you these things, why they're trying to hold you back. You have to understand it, but you don't have to accept it because they will never, ever, ever, see what you see. They won't feel what you feel. They don't know what you know. So be a giraffe. All right. I, I want you guys to commit to be giraffes. Awesome. Second P to handling the naysayers is a plan. So I'm going to share my story. And um, this is personally how I handled the naysayers. Um, some of you guys uh, may be able to take some things from my story and be able to, you know, handle the naysayers um, by using some of the things that I did. So for me, I am very type A, I'm a dietitian, and I had a plan. So that's the second P is a plan. And, you know, when I started talking about the fact that I wanted to go on this entrepreneurial journey, um, I was working a nine to five, I was working in clinical, and I had my boss and my coworkers, which were absolutely amazing. They were a family to me. And I still talk to them to this day. And they really, truly care about me as a person. So the second that I started hinting at the fact that I was going into this entrepreneurial journey, they started to get worried naturally because none of them were entrepreneurs. Like nobody in their family was an entrepreneur. Um, they, their husbands, their wives, they all worked nine to fives and that's all that they knew. So for them, 
it was a little scary that they were like, oh, like Marissa's leaving this really safe environment where she has benefits and she has health insurance and she gets breakfast and lunch every day for free. And, you know, we're, we're here, like we're like her parents, her sisters, like we could take care of her and stuff. So they were really scared for me, which is totally normal for people that are turtles when they don't understand those drafts, right? So I was... I did a lot of work on the back end before I quit my job and went full on entrepreneur. And I did a lot of work on the back end so that every time they had, uh, oh, but what about this? And what about this? And what about this? And well, did you think about this? I was like, yep, got it. This is what I'm going to do. Yep, got it. This is how I'm going to, this is how I'm going to handle it. And the fact that I had answers and I had planned for every single objection that they had they were like, okay, like they didn't, they were still scared, but it made them feel better that I just didn't pick up and leave one day. I didn't wake up and I was like, okay, today's my last day in clinical. And now I'm going to figure out what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. Like I had a plan. So what did I do? A couple of things that I knew from some of the research and some friends that I had that were um, entrepreneurs and going that entrepreneurial route is number one, I had to prepare mentally and emotionally. Entrepreneurship is a roller coaster. Like whether you have help, whether you do it on your own, there's always going to be ups and downs. And that's something that you can, you can prepare for, but you don't really know what's going to happen, but you can at least prepare the best that you can. So what did I do? I know, I knew that I had to get my mind right, right? I knew that I was leaving this safe environment. I was leaving this nine to five where people were trained to think a certain way. I knew that I had to shift my belief, shift my mindset and start thinking like an entrepreneur, which is totally different than somebody who works a nine to five. So what did I do? I started um, just watching YouTube videos. You know, I found Greg Todd through you started kind of getting into that world of entrepreneurship and really just watching videos, uh, reading a little bit here and there. And then I decided to invest in a mentor. That was the first thing that I did. And I did that while I was still working my nine to five because I knew that my mindset wasn't going to change overnight, right? This is something that you need to work on daily and forever. Even once you think you got it, you still need to work on it daily. So I started to get my mind right before I even quit. Okay, so that was the first thing that I did. The second thing that I did was I prepared financially. I knew that going into business, it could go really, really good. Like I could be rocking and rolling, you know, but at the same time, entrepreneurship is kind of like an unknown, right? I didn't really know too, too much. I was just, I was just, you know, putting my feelers out there. So I felt better if I prepared a little bit financially. So I started saving money. I started decreasing the amount of times I got my hair done, my nails done the amount of times I went out to eat. I still did some things here and there, but I was a lot more mindful of it. And I started to put some money aside so that when I quit my job, if it took maybe a month to get the business rocking and rolling, I at least had some finances um, to keep me afloat for at least a couple months. So that was something that I did. And then um, I also planned, because at the time I was planning to leave my job in Miami 
and go to a brand new city here in Tampa, Florida. And so I started planning back when I was in Miami. I started connecting with the physical therapy clinic, with kickboxing gyms up here way before I even quit my job, right? So I planned meetings with these gyms. I planned to go talk to certain gyms. I started connecting with people early on so that once I quit, once I moved up here, I already had things lined up, right? So I had all those things in place. And when everyone said like, oh, but you know, what about, what about this? I was like, nope, I'm prepared for it because here's what I did. And they were like, oh, okay. She's, she's responsible. Like I'm still a little scared for her, but at least she's thought of it. So it made them feel a lot better. And worst case scenario, I always told everyone like, look guys, I told this to my friends, my family, my coworkers. I said, look guys, I'm a clinical dietitian. I've been doing this for close to six years now. I have a bachelor's degree and a master's degree. And if worse comes to worse, and I decide that entrepreneurship is just not for me, worst case scenario, I can get a job again. That's it. Yeah. 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 And it's, it's so true, right? Because the one resource that we could always get back is money. You say, Javi, how does that even make sense? It's true, right? You can go get a job. If you can't find any clinical jobs, you, you can find jobs Ubering, lifting, right? Whatever it takes, anything. anything, right? Money is always going to be abundant and replace itself. You'll know how to get it, right? The one thing you can get back is time, okay? And that time that many people waste for so many years of their life, many times it's because of the naysayers, right? They, again, drag you down. They hold you back. They get you thinking thoughts that are not your thoughts, they are their thoughts. And their thoughts are a fear while yours are of anticipation and joy and excitement because you know what's on the other side, right? You might not know with 100% certainty, but you've seen other people do it and you get it, okay? You get it and that excites you, right? But as soon as someone throws some doubt at you, right? Sprinkles in some, some fear, you resist, you hold back. And guess what? 10 years later, go, you know, 10 years go by, and you're in the same exact place. And I don't know about you, but I've never wanted that. I've never wanted that. So like Marissa said, worst case, right? Just go back and get on that horse again, right? Jump on the saddle and keep it going, right? You try it, try it out again, but that's worst case, okay? And if you resist what the murmurs, right, the murmurs of the turtles are saying, you'll be able to get way further ahead in a short amount of time. And that leads us to point number three, okay? Point number three, a process. So we have the right people, right? You have giraffes, you have turtles. You want to hang around people that have a vision aligned with yours. Or even better, vision much higher than yours, because they'll be able to see what you can't. That's called perspective. And they can share that perspective with you. It opens your, your eyes to a whole new world. And now your vision's even bigger. And that separation between that high vision and those turtles gets even, even bigger, right? And that could be scary for some. But you could decide to stay at that lower level, right? Live the same life and, and be okay with it, but be happy with it. 
But I know none of you are in this group because you want that, right? Because you're all drafts. So people, important. The right people in your life, okay? And the people who don't understand you, it's okay. Don't let them in your head. Second P, a plan, okay? You must, if you have a plan, you've thought things through, you've started to educate yourself, learn the ins and outs. Get mentorship even before you take the leap, okay? You're going to be in a much better place. It just makes sense, right? That's number two. You want to plan. Number three, process, okay? Let's go back a few years, right, when you were in school, okay? In the educational system, right, what did you have? You had a curriculum. You knew exactly what to focus on and when. How did you know? Well, you had a guide. You had a teacher, professor, every step of the way, telling you exactly what to focus on, what to study, what challenges, tests were going to come up next, right? How you were going to feel before that exam, what you should do to prepare for that exam. And then you would go ahead and take it, right? And if you did the work, you studied right, and you got the material down, right, you would pass with flying colors. For some of you, maybe not so much, but, right, that's because you need to make a decision to prepare, <laughs> okay? So you can see that with the right process, you'll feel better about yourself and your ability to move forward, okay, because you know step by step by step what to do to get to the end result. And you can see how if you don't have that, the fear starts to creep in. And that doubt starts to settle in. And especially when you have people, turtles, naysayers coming at you, right? And giving you more of it and you don't have a process and you don't have a plan and you don't have people in your life with a higher vision. Can you see how easy it is to stay stuck? Stuck like Chuck in a pickup truck, okay? I don't think we have anyone in this group named Chuck, but if we do, I love you, man. <laughs> but it's a great, it's a great phrase. Cool. So a process, curriculum, what to focus on and when, and a guide. If you have those three things, how much more confident would you feel, right? How much better would you feel that you were prepared, that you had a step-by-step -step plan, and that you had the right people in your circle, the right people to listen to, to hold you by the hand? How much better would you feel about that? 100% better right? And with that, right, with the people, with the planet and the process, you could silence the naysayers, those voices inside of your head. Sometimes what you'll find is that the voices are your own. And how do you solve those? The same exact way. The three Ps. Anything else you want to add? That's it, guys. That is how you do it. All right. And with that, we'll see you next week. We love you all so much and we'll see you soon. Thank you so much for listening to the show. I know your time is valuable and I know that you are here to learn how to build a successful business. So I have something special just for you. If you are a healthcare expert who is in business or is aspiring to be, and you're curious about how to grow a profitable, impactful business, then you are going to want to pay attention because as a listener of this show, I want you to win. 
so, I've created a bundle of resources exclusively for the listeners of Healthcare Business Radio. If you are tired of trying to figure out this game of business, marketing, and sales all on your own, and you are ready to implement what's already proven to work, rather than reinventing the wheel, you are going to want to head over to healthcarebusinessradio.com forward slash insider. And there you will find over $7,000 worth of trainings, resources, and coaching that is only available for listeners of this show. So if you want to know how to increase your income, impact more people, and build a business that works for the lifestyle that you want and that serves your family at the highest possible level, head over to healthcarebusinessradio.com forward slash insider right now so you can win big in your healthcare business and in life.